Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Sis Let's Heal. I am so sorry that I have kept you guys in limbo for like literally the longest time. I have had a lot of things come up over the past, I think I last uploaded in April. That's horrible. That is so bad. I'm so sorry. But I am back here today with a new episode and I'm outside in my backyard because it is so beautiful outside. So I do apologize if you hear wind or birds or anything like that, but I just work best when I am out in nature and it is too beautiful to be inside. So today's topic of discussion is going to be season of singleness because I was watching TikTok this morning and this girl made this like video and the quote on it was it's better to be single with high standards than be in a relationship and be settling and if you guys don't know I have definitely been you know single for quite some time now and with that being said I have a lot of experience and in my opinion I honestly think that the reason why 50% of marriages in America end in divorce and the reason why we have such an issue with relationships nowadays is because we don't get to know we, ourselves in our season of singleness and that is such a prime time to get in tune with yourself, get to know what you want versus what you don't want and that prepares you for the relationships that you have ahead in the future. So if you are single right now, just know that this is like your prime time this is a privilege this is an amazing time for you to be number one in tune with me today listening to this episode but with that being said it is so important and imperative that for you your future self your future kids and your future in general that you get to know yourself during this time so we are going to sit back and talk about it so go ahead and get your drinks get your snacks get your notepads and let's begin so i kind of just wanted to essentially piggyback i guess a bit off of what this girl was saying on tiktok when she said it's so much better to be single and have high standards rather than being in a relationship and settling. A lot of the relationships around me that I see these days are full of people settling for the sake of not wanting to be alone or growing old and being alone or, you know, not finding somebody. You know, I'm 28 at the moment and for most people, they'd be looking at me and they'd be like, oh, like the time is ticking, your biological clock is ticking. And that to me is just such a, number one, very offensive thing to say, but number two, an uneducated thing to say. I mean, I think if we have learned anything this year from seeing like Kourtney Kardashian, Cassie, um, just a lot of people who are in their 30s or even 40s and they're finding love and they are restarting their lives and starting over i think that that biological clock thing really needs to just go out the window because number one it's not true and number two your timeline is your timeline so a lot of times what we do is we get ourselves caught up in self-comparison where we look at other people either our peers or people we went to high school with social media for example and life really is your perception of it so guess what if you perceive your life as oh my god i'm this age and i need to get a baby and a car and a house and a relationship and a marriage by this time because that's what my parents did or that's what everybody else is doing around me then you are not living life for yourself and that is going to be your perception of life so guess what you're setting yourself up up for disappointment because number one you're putting yourself on a timeline if there's anything that i ever talk about in my episodes it's that it's not about your timeline it's about god and the universe's timeline right it's about life's timeline 
for you because sometimes we think we know exactly where we want to be and we have this whole life planned out for ourselves like this five-year plan that never ends up coming into fruition i thought that i was going to graduate high school go before university graduate get a good job get a husband have kids have the white picket fence american dream and god just came in there and was like bitch you thought <laughs> Like you thought, nope. Instead, you're going to get pregnant at 19. I'm going to give you a baby. I'm going to put these obstacles in your life so you can learn and you can grow. And then you could take your trial, turn it into your testimony, and help other people. Because how can I speak about roads I've never been down? How can I speak at tables I've never sat at? My whole plan went out the window. And there's this quote that says, I'm so happy for the things that I did not get that I thought I needed. Because, wow. Like, especially with me and my journey with YouTube, if you guys are only following me here from TikTok or just my podcast, I am a full-time YouTuber. Um, I still, I tell story times about my life. I talk about lessons. I talk about a lot of things I talk about on here. So if you guys want to check it out, it's just Dakota Cross. My first and last name, nothing fancy. <laughs> um, but neither here nor there. If I had gotten the opportunity to be a full-time YouTuber when I wanted to, which was like two, three years ago, I would have completely blew it. I never would have made it. I wouldn't have been successful because I wasn't ready. I, number one, was not seasoned enough, and I, number two, was not prepared enough. I didn't have enough knowledge yet to talk about the things that I talk about now. I hadn't gone through my biggest trials yet that could then be turned into my testimony and don't get me wrong I went through some shit but nothing compared to what those three years really gave me and so I kind of like to relate this to relationships there's certain times where you are not seasoned or primed enough yet for a relationship because you have not taken that time yet to get to know yourself and I am such a key believer in getting to know yourself before you get to know yourself in a relationship and I don't know if you guys follow uh, Pastor Mike Todd, but he's just incredible. And he talks about this a lot where it's this um, series that he does where it's called uh, Single and Not Alone. And he talks about in his first episode about your season of singleness and how important it is. And he's talking about how, you know, we are in such a rush to be in a relationship because of what our peers think. And that there's a lot of times where we will just walk into a room and everybody will be coupled up and you're like that only person who's single and people look at you as if you have a disease or that you are like this alien like coming down from Mars and invading our planet because you're not in a relationship and it's like what's wrong with you and it's like no like there's actually nothing wrong with that I think we actually need to normalize at any age being single because who fucking cares like literally who cares and if other people have an opinion about that that is literally just their projection trying to penetrate into you because they're probably in a relationship that they are not fucking happy in and to go back to getting to know yourself during your season of singleness a lot of times what we do and i'm guilty of this but i've also seen you know my mom do this and her marriages and just other people is we get married right and it's okay it goes okay for a little bit or begin to a relationship I should say it goes okay for a little bit and then you know down the road we get comfortable with one another and that spark like that honeymoon phase kind of goes away and then real shit happens right like you lose your job or you go broke or you lose a little part of yourself that kind of causes you to have a bit of an identity crisis and on top of that you don't know yourself because you didn't really take that time to get to know your likes and dislikes, to get to know your core beliefs. And so what you do is you get into a relationship and you essentially end up looking for yourself in that person. It's like, I don't know me, but I expect you to know me. 
And when that person can no longer validate who you are, your internal essence and your identity, then it's we grew apart or it's he doesn't make me happy anymore. He doesn't do the things that he did in the beginning. See, a lot of times we distract ourselves in relationships. Relationships are a huge distraction from us facing our inner turmoil and the inner chaos and to be just quite frank, our shit. Like, I was so guilty of this last year. I was in a relationship where I was head over heels in love. And what I did was I used it as a distraction to distract me from the, the my own shit, honestly. Like, my trauma that I had yet to face, my codependency issues. I had a lot going on that I had not healed from yet. But I thought, because I was single for a year, that I was ready. And I hear this from people all the time. Like, oh, well, before I was in this relationship, I was single. I was single for one year. I was single for two years. But it's not about the timeline. It's about the work that you do within that time so a lot of times people can be single for two months but if they do the inner work and they go in they start to face their trauma they start to heal their deep-rooted issues you could be ready for a fucking relationship it doesn't have to take a year two years three years like throw the damn timeline out the window throw it out the window crumple it up throw it in the garbage burn it whatever you gotta do throw the throw it the fuck out okay that's first of all Second of all, it's not about time. It's about what you do with it. Like people like to say, oh, time heals everything. No, the fuck it doesn't. You know what heals everything? You actually facing your shit and starting to do the work. You actually starting to realize like, okay, this is what I don't like about myself. And this is what is causing me to be delayed in what I want in life. Because delayed does not mean denied. Sometimes you're just not ready for it. And this is what I want to start working on because I know that this is hindering my growth and holding me back. A lot of people don't have the accountability factor to do that because their ego is too busy taking a front seat throw the fucking ego away too while you're at it throw the time and the ego away so i hear so many times people being like oh but i was single for two years before i met him like i thought i knew myself i thought i did the work but you've been on tinder and hinge and you've been going on dates and you've been still answering those dms from the thirsty dudes and your freaking instagram and facebook and snapchat account um you have been going out to bars and going home upset because nobody came up to you and bought you a drink so it's like were you actually single or were you gratifying for attention there's two different things right when I was celibate for almost two years and single, I was intentional. I didn't touch anybody. I didn't kiss anybody. I didn't do anything. But I also didn't long for anybody. I suck, so um, sought out therapy. I started journaling with shadow work prompts. Uh, CCB, the Crimson Kiss on Instagram, has some really good ones. I think you guys should definitely check those out. I started strengthening my relationship with my spirit guides with god with the universe and i started to get to know myself i really dove deep into like my core beliefs so um everybody has these like core beliefs um and i'm gonna go ahead and read mine for you guys right now so you get a better idea of what i'm talking about so this actually came at a time where i was trying to strengthen my relationship with money and i was getting to the deep-rooted issue of why i had such an abstract like relationship with money and I basically was learning how to subconscious I'm sorry how to program I, I don't edit these by the way how to reprogram your subconscious mind to shift your realities so what I need to do is write down my beliefs 
adverse non-beliefs. So things like I'm deserving of everything good. I'm, I'm worthy of amazing things happen to me. I'm worthy of abundance within my finances and within my life. I'm deserving of ease and flow within my finances and, and life. Uh, money is energy. Money means stability and freedom. So with that, I learned about having your five core life values. So I'm going to go ahead and read mine. So my first one's family. Second one's freedom. Third is independence. Fourth is service to others. And five is knowledge and learning. So family. I want my family to be able to wake up every day and be happy and you know our needs are always supplied and taken care of freedom i don't like restriction i don't like schedules i don't like micromanaging i want to live a life where i wake up every day and i can decide what i want to do and when i want to do it third independence kind of goes core and hand in hand with freedom but in a way it also takes a different seat because independence means so much more it means that i'm financially able to take care of myself it means that i am you know life-wise able to take care of myself i don't have to worry about jumping through hoops to get my daughter to a doctor's appointment because i have to ask a boss for the day off like i can just wake up and do what i want when i want to do it service to others taking my trials turning them into my testimonies giving back to my community um helping other people out of narcissism relationships and then fifth knowledge and learning so you know going on retreats taking classes um going to these like self-help and education uh conferences so those are my five core life values getting to know those are so important because when you get to know your five core life values but you also get in tune with your morality and who you are to the core as a person what happens is when somebody comes into your life, you can easily tell if they're in alignment with you versus if they aren't. So if their life values are off from yours, that doesn't mean that they're not in alignment, but it is a bit easier to have somebody in your life who is because then you guys can work as a unit and a team. But if their values are a bit off from yours, you know, that doesn't mean much of it doesn't mean like it's an end all be all, but you have to also get in terms with like your moral compass and what your beliefs are. So for me, like LGBTQ positive, like I love people who love whoever the fuck they want who dress however the fuck they want who do whatever they want but i've attracted males into my life who thinks that it is a sin to be gay that you know if we had a son and he came home and he was gay i'd be crushed you know things like that and i know that that's not somebody that i can settle down with because i want to be able to raise children in an environment that they don't have to recover from so for me personally i would know right off the bat that person was you know good for me or not um i believe in god but i am also very spiritual and i meditate i use crystals i use sage like i'm spiritual and i also believe in god so if someone comes into my life and says all that stuff is a sin and you know you only have to believe in this and you can't believe that um first of all it goes against my uh background because i am cherokee indian so those things actually correlate with my beliefs because it's part of my heritage um, and second, I know that, again, I don't want to be with somebody who tries to shift me into somebody that I'm not, so that would not be in alignment for me. But if I did not know those things about myself, if I did not take that time to get to know what I like, what I don't like, my religious and my spiritual beliefs, my five core values, my moral values, my what I believe in just in general, I could very, very well settled and been with somebody, had a baby with them, we stayed together and then one day when I finally got into that space where I was like, okay, I want to kind of, you know, take some time, get to know myself because I don't really know who I am. I don't know who Dakota is. I would have figured that all out and then realized that he aligned with nothing of that. And then I would have been stuck in a fucking relationship where I am settling. You get what I'm saying? Some people realize when it's too late. That's why it's so imperative that if you are single right now 
to take this time to get to know yourself because then when you meet somebody you can easily tell if they're in alignment with you and it's all about prevention if you can prevent a breakup if you can prevent a divorce if you can prevent being with somebody having a kid with them and then you guys splitting up like that is so much better like don't get me wrong i have a split up family i'm a single mom my daughter's father has nothing to do with her and i would never have it any other way i would not go back and change it because it she changed my life and saved me in so many ways however I don't want to go through that again my second time with a pregnancy I want me and that person to stay together you know I want us to be a unit to be a family I don't want to put my daughter through the same thing again so it's all about prevention right now I'm taking this time to just chill lay back get to know myself and that way when I get into a relationship where I meet somebody I could have better discernment because the thing is too some of y'all's discernment is absolute trash discernment is the ability to tell whether you know something is good for you versus when it's not or it's just it's the ability to like decision make which if your prefrontal cortex is not even fully developed yet you may have a little bit of an issue with which is fine but some of y'all discernment is absolute trash and i feel like doing the inner work is so important but strengthening your intuition and strengthening your discernment are two very important things because intuition without discernment it's absolutely nothing it's like having a car but having no engine like you have to have discernment along with your intuition because your discernment and your intuition are like best friends right and they go hand in hand and when one's working good the other's working even better and that was my thing is i've always had great intuition like i'm a fucking pisces for crying out loud but my discernment has always been really bad and it's because I didn't really know myself yet, so I didn't trust myself to make decisions. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you don't know yourself, you don't trust yourself. You can't trust somebody you don't know. You don't trust the man that you meet walking on the side of the street and you pull over and you give him a ride and you trust him enough to know that he doesn't have a gun in his, or a knife in his pocket, right? But when you see somebody walking on the side of the road that you know, and you've known them for like 10 plus years, they're a family friend, you trust them enough for them to get into your car and for you to give them a ride from point A to point B and for the ride to go smoothly and for you to come out of that ride alive, right? With all your limbs attached. But the same thing goes with discernment. If you don't know yourself, you don't fucking trust yourself. So how can you possibly make a good decision about a good man or a good woman who's supposed to be in your life when you don't even trust yourself and have no fucking discernment? Like, no, make it make sense. It, it doesn't because it's not supposed to. So really working on your discernment is also going to extremely help you in your season of singleness and it's so important. That's what I'm doing right now because my thing is like I've always had good intuition and I see the red flags and I get that feeling in my body where it's like, okay girl, like this is probably not the right person for us. But then I have that part of me that's like, oh, but they can change. Oh, but I can help them. Oh, but I see their potential. I'm not even going to get into that because I already have an episode on dating for potential. It's one of my earlier on episodes. You should definitely go check it out after you finish this one. But dating for potential is nothing but hindering your own growth and hindering your own self because you're seeing somebody for who they are rather than who you are. I'm sorry, you're seeing somebody for who you want them to be rather than who they are. That is so dangerous. The number one thing that helped me when it came to relationships was seeing people for who they are rather than who I wanted them to be because who you want them to be is not who they are. And maybe they can get to that point, but that's not going to happen until they realize that within themselves and they make that change because they want to, not because you want to. And what happens a lot of times in relationships is because our intuition and our discernment is absolute trash, we don't know. 
we can see the red flags. We can get the signals within our body telling us, like, warning, red flag, this person's not right for you. But many times we do not lean into that because we think that we can fix them. And I'm here to tell you that you're not Bob the Builder. Put the fucking hammer down. You are not Bob the Builder, girl. You are not certified for that. You should never be someone's mom, someone's therapist, anything. No. They need to do that for themselves. And the thing is, is that because a lot of times we think that we can fix somebody or we think that we can heal the broken parts of them with just love, a lot of times love is not enough to heal the broken parts of a broken childhood. It really just isn't. And so what we do is our discernment is trash. It's not strengthened. And we think that we have good intuition. You could. But without discernment, it means absolutely nothing. Because the intuition is what tells you something's wrong. But the discernment is what tells you what you're going to do thereafter. Are you going to stay? Are you going to go? Are you going to trust and love yourself to know that this is beyond your control and that you need to get out while you can? Or are you going to stay because you think that staying is going to fix the situation of a toxic relationship, right? That's where the discernment really comes into play. And you can strengthen that so much better when you are single because you actually have the brain capacity to do so. When you're worried about yourself and somebody else at the same exact time, it's very, very hard to... I'm not saying it's impossible. I've seen people be in relationships and work on themselves. But when you have nothing but free space in your mind and in your life to take your time and use it intentionally to work on yourself it is so much easier to do so when you have a a little bit of free time here and there but you're working you're a parent you're a girlfriend you're a wife you're a daughter you're like you have like all these hats to put on and all of these shoes to fill and all these blocks of areas in your life that you need to be present in it's a little bit harder to work on yourself because you're almost so drained that it's like you don't even have the time and if you do you don't want to spend that time doing that because working on yourself is fucking hard it is not a walk in the park healing is not supposed to be beautiful like i'm so sick of going on tiktok and having all these people talk about their healing journey but then not talking about anything that they did leading up to this point because here's the thing nobody else told you so i'm going to healing is ugly it is hard it is horrible healing I would like to, I guess, refer to like when there's just rain for like two weeks straight and there is no sunlight, not even one peak. It rains from sun up to sun down and you are stuck in your house and you are bored and you are depressed and you are lonely. That is exactly what healing is, okay? It is hard to face all of the parts about yourself that you cannot stand or all the things in your life that number one people have done to you to hurt you that is affecting your adulthood. But just to face everything in general and to look at that and then take accountability because you know that you're the only one who can fix it and then to go through the journey of number one reliving those past events having to change the outcome of them so that way create a new emotion because emotions are end products of an experience so to create a new experience that way you you know alleviate your triggers or at least handle them a bit better to do all of that shit is really fucking hard it is not cute okay i really started my healing journey about five years ago but i really started to do like my inner child and shadow work last year and i remember just like talking to my therapist and i was crying and i was depressed and i was so upset and it was like the dead of winter so everything just went hand in hand and i remember her saying to me that healing is like the seasons 
when it's the dead of winter and it's cold outside everyone's depressed everyone's going through something and you think that there's no light at the end of the tunnel but then spring comes around and the snow melts and the leaves start growing and the trees start blooming and flowers start sprouting up and you start planting new seeds for your garden and things get better and then you look back to that winter and you're like holy shit I cannot believe that I am here now and that I went from there to here and that I am now feeling so much better and so much different and that's kind of like what healing is like you have to go through the hard shit and you have to go through those dark depressing times but the end product of it which there never really is no end product because you never truly stop healing. Nobody is 100% healed. You can have the best childhood in the whole entire world with two great parents who are consciously parenting you. You still, everybody goes through stuff, right? Nobody has a perfect life. Nobody has it easy. And healing never truly stops. So you never truly get to that point where it becomes super easy all the time but you do get to that light at the end of the tunnel and then you do have the knowledge and the tools and the capabilities to then go forward so the runt of healing like that middle part is not pretty but when you start to see the light at the end of the tunnel it just feels like such a relief and then you become a better person and then like I said you you handled your stuff you got through it some of it right and so what you do is you don't project your past issues onto other people. Like there has been so many times where I have been dating a man and he just constantly talks about his ex, right? Constantly talks about his ex or constantly talks about what other people have done that have hurt him, that have made him now emotionally unavailable. And I saw this post by this girl and she basically was talking about it was something like i told a man that he had to seek therapy last night and i was like "Ooh, let me click on this super interesting so i clicked on it and she said that she had gone out on a date with a man for the first time in a while and they were having a really good time dinner and drinks were great conversation was amazing but then she asked the question why did your last relationship end but ladies if you are not asking a man that at some point during the dating stage you are missing out on some key fucking information okay and he told her that basically the girl and him had a really bad breakup and that it really hurt him and that because of that he has never been the same emotionally he's never been able to open up to anybody again and that he is permanently emotionally and mentally scarred for life and I guess she looked at him and said, and you never thought to take the time to seek out mental or professional help for that? She's like, you are essentially taking what this girl did to you and making every woman thereafter that pay for her mistakes. And that's not fair. And it's not just men who do it too, it's women as well. Like we get into these relationships and we get hurt and it fucking sucks and it's horrible. But just because one person hurt us does not mean that everybody in this world is out to get us. And trust me, I get it. I've been so hurt to the point where I'm like, damn, I get why people turn cold now. Or like, damn, I get why people, you know, end up shutting themselves off after a relationship because this shit hurts and it's hard. But what you all have to actually realize is that you need those experiences in order to shape and mold you as a person and like i said life is a perception everything that you have in your life is a fucking perception so what you need to do is instead of taking those bad experiences and being like oh my god this person hurt me so bad so everybody else is out there to get me or oh my god you know i had this bad relationship so now i'm never going to open myself up perceive it as that was a lesson i needed to that for character development to strengthen my intuition to strengthen my discernment so that way i know what to look out for so i don't waste my time my energy and i don't you know 
minimize my value and when I meet this new person I can now relax and be myself if I don't see those red flags because my discernment is strengthened enough to know that that could be Mr. Right or that could be Mrs. Right or that could be someone that I have in my life for a long time. Like perception is everything. If you perceive that every man that comes into your life is a piece of shit or if you wake up every day and you perceive that men are a piece of shit, then guess what? Every single guy that comes into your life is going to be a piece of shit because your thoughts manifest into your reality. And piggybacking off of that as well, so many people like to look at the failed relationships in their life and turn that into like, I've failed or I'm just defeated or I'm just done or they give up essentially. Taking temporary defeat and losses and turning them into opportunities and lessons is truly what life is all about. A lot of people like to say to me, like, oh my God, you've made so many mistakes or, you know, for example, oh my God, you've been in so many relationships where you've been treated so bad and guys have, you know, taken advantage of you and treated you horribly and you've made so many mistakes. How does it fail to feel at dating? And I'm like, that's your perception of my life, but that is not mine because I've learned with every single person that's come and gone out of my life a little piece about loving myself. I've learned to assert myself. I learned to develop my gift of discernment and intuition and strengthen it. Things that I was not taught growing up. I was not taught discernment growing up. I was not taught about red flags or intuition or self-love, self-worth, any of that growing up. So at some point, those lessons have to come into my life so I can learn. A lot of people like to look at the things that happen to them and equate it to failure, but in all actuality, it's a stepping stone to get you to a firm foundation that is called your life and success, whatever that means to you. And without those temporary defeats, losses, and quote-unquote failures, how are you supposed to learn anything in order to get there? And that's where people honestly get it so wrong. They look at somebody who has had a hard life, has made many mistakes, and they say, oh, like they're just stupid or they never learned their lessons. It's like, no, they have literally learned lessons that you cannot learn in textbooks, lessons that you probably yourself do not know yet. And you're not going to have nearly as much knowledge or be as equipped to life when it comes to that person because you have not been through them yet and you're too busy judging others. So instead of judging other people for the mistakes they made, I would pull up a notepad and start literally taking notes because they're going to be something one day. They're going to take everything that they have gone through, turn the trials into their testimonies, help other people and be successful because of it. And honestly at the end of the day it's truly about not becoming a product of your environment it's about instead being beyond the mind beyond the body beyond the time beyond the environment and knowing that you have a capability every single day that you wake up to make small changes that equate to a big picture but you're not going to know that all in one day and you're also not going to know that unless you've learned the lessons along the way in order to be ready for that like ready for the life that you want i like to equate it to like taekwondo you're not going to be a black belt in one fucking day no you have to go from white to blue to red to yellow like you have to go through all of these steps in order to get to that final black belt to master your task to master your craft and like the same thing comes with life and relationships you have to learn certain lessons and you have to learn certain things in order to strengthen your discernment strengthen your intuition and that way when you get with that person that means everything to you like you fucking appreciate it more because you've been through things that have made you see like you know i had to kiss a couple frogs to get to my prince or i had to be with a couple assholes to get to that right person and same thing with life like sometimes you have to go through temporary defeat and loss that way when you get that big picture of what it is that you want you appreciate it more because of the hard work that it took you to get there like i remember when i was growing up 
I would never have to pay for my insurance, right? Like my parents paid for it. And then when I got older, cause after a certain age, you get kicked off your parents' insurance. I had to start paying for certain shit. I had to pay for my Invisalign treatment. I had to pay for like, um, some crowns that I had to get and some fillings and things like that. And because I had to pay and I was the one putting out money for it, I took better care of it. Okay. I, fostered it a bit better I managed it a bit better because I was the one that was responsible for it and a lot of times we have to go through these left lessons to have some freaking accountability and be like yeah no like I don't want to go here ever again I'm going to start taking care of me and my temple and my body and my time and my energy better and only let people in who truly deserve it like if you've never been through heartbreak or you've never been through somebody treating you bad how are you going to know to appreciate when somebody treats you good or if you've never been through those things how are you going to know the warning signs and red flags to freaking look out for right it's truly during your season of singleness that you get to know these little parts about yourselves a bit better so my biggest advice is if you're single right now instead of having this perception of like oh my god i'm single i'm, I'm 28 i'm 38 i'm 40 i'm alone i'm a loser i never amounted to anything everyone's getting married everyone's um, you know, going to these, getting engaged, going to these engagement parties, buying houses, buying cars, like, girl, first of all, let me just tell you one thing, never believe this shit on social media, you would not believe how many couples I have witnessed where I thought that they looked so happy and so in love and so perfect together, only to find out that behind closed doors, their life is not what they show to other people, and it's actually the complete opposite, and it is a shit show social media is what you perceive it to be everything is what you perceive it to be because everything is a mirror you know that quote that says the qualities that you don't like about somebody else are actually the qualities that you dislike about yourself or that you don't want to change about yourself the same thing comes with relationships if you look at people and you're like oh my god i'm so jealous because this girl you know she looks like she's having the time of her life and she's you know getting the world by this man and she's getting engaged and married and you know she's just got a new car and a new house and her career is taking off and look at me i'm living at home with my parents and i still have a beat up 07 Honda Civic and my bank accounts in the negatives and I have no idea what I want to do with my life. I'm a loser, right? Instead of doing that, take first of all, take a deep breath. Take it with me because you know what? I've actually been talking for a long time. Let's do it together. Ready? Realize this. Life is your perception of it. If you perceive yourself as something, that's what you're going to be. But if you know that in life, everything is also temporary, then you know that the situation that you're in is temporary. You also know that at any time in your life, you're one decision away from completely changing it. And in life, I hate to tell you this, this is something that I've had to learn the hard, hard, hard way over the past month because your bitch was going through mad depression. Nobody is coming to save you. Nobody is coming to help you. Nobody is going to care enough. You have to care enough. You have to get up every single day and work on yourself. You have to care enough and give a shit enough about your life to change it, take accountability, rearrange it, and make it into what you want. You have to care enough about yourself and about your life to be happy. Nobody else is going to make you happier than you can make yourself. You have to wake up, get the fuck up, and stop feeling sorry for yourself. You have to help yourself. 
Nobody is going to care enough about your goals, about your visions, ideas, career, none of that. You have to care enough and you have to get up every single day, make small changes that then equate to a bigger picture because this is your life. You're the pilot of it. Nobody else is driving. Nobody else is coming to hijack your plane, okay? You have to give a shit enough about your plane and about the passengers in it. I'm not saying that people can't help you along the way. I'm not saying that other people can't make you happy. I'm not saying that you can't have compassion for yourself. Because believe me, have grace, have compassion. Have, take a day to be sorry for yourself, okay? Take one day to be sorry for yourself. And to look at your life and be like, wow, like I, this is not where I want to be. Whether it's a relationship, a career, finances, whatever. But then after you're done feeling sorry for yourself, what are you going to do? Are you going to unpack and stay there? Like after vacation, when you literally just take everything out of your suitcase and put it on the floor and never get it back in the drawers? Or are you going to unpack your emotions, sit with them, but then figure out and navigate a plan of what you're going to do thereafter? You have to care enough about you to change your perception on things. And so if you feel like you're bad at relationships and that you suck at relationships and that every single person you've ever been with has let you down, therefore every single person after that is going to... That is going to be your life because that is your perception of it. I'm telling you, take the past relationships you've been in, look at all the lessons, accumulate them, learn from them, strengthen your discernment and your intuition, get to know yourself, get to know your five core beliefs, get to know your moral beliefs, things that you want in your life, write it down, be very fucking specific, and then become that person. Or better yet, write down every single solitary quality that you want in a man or woman. And get specific and get greedy. I'm telling you, whatever you want them to look like, be like, act like, get personal. Write everything down. And then look at yourself and say, okay, but am I this? Do I have this? Do I do this? Do I act this way? And if the answer is no, then you need to start obtaining those qualities or those perceptions or those habits, right? You have to look at everything that you would want in somebody else and start becoming that person for yourself because like attracts like. And when you put yourself in a position to win, you are going to win. But it all starts and ends with you. And I think that is a good note to end off on today's podcast. If you guys enjoyed it, please don't forget to leave a rating and a review. It really helps get the podcast out there. That way more women and men, of course, can hear us and can be helped. Um, If you guys want to book a one-on-one session with me, my books are opening next week. If you go to my Instagram, Dakota Cross, the link is in my bio. All you have to do is click on the book a one-on-one with me. You get an hour phone call for only $40 where you can ask me anything you want. It could be advice. It could be coaching. It could be about habits. Literally anything in the whole entire world that you want. Don't forget to follow me on all my social media, my TikTok, my Instagram, my YouTube. It's all just Dakota Cross. And also don't forget to subscribe. That way you're notified every single time that I post a video here on this podcast. I love you guys so much. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.